Hi there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Queen Chats. We are, of course, in the midst of miss the midst, whatever that word is, of uh, the 16 Days Against Gender-Based Violence um, United Nations uh, special here on Queen Chats. So we are, of course, going to be talking about domestic violence abuse um, and the effects it has on mental health. So if any of these are your triggers at all, please watch this when you're in a better frame of mind or just skip this series entirely. That is absolutely fine with us. Um, so we are on day nine now um, and I have a fellow UK national Ms. finalist with me who will be competing in March. Um, so you could just say your name and your title for me, lovely. Hi, I'm Kirsty Drakes and I'm UK's national Ms. Leeds. Leeds, we are north and south at the moment. I'm all the way down in Wiltshire. Um, <laughs> even though we can't actually meet up and see each other, it's nice to do things like that. Are you excited for March? I absolutely can't wait. And I can't wait to meet everyone. It's honestly like, I just keep seeing everyone popping up. Oh, like, there's so many mids. Like, where are all these girls coming from? I love yeah, it. I thought that. <laughs> we're all popping up we're like right it's all the ones that are coming out of pageant retirement it's like 2020 has been a year let's uh celebrate 2021 i think that's uh we're starting off this year this is just a practice year into this yeah. uh decade <laughs> um so of course we are talking um about domestic violence and domestic abuse and i know you have a story to share so can you just tell us your personal experience with this yeah, sure. So I had a three and a half year relationship um, with an abusive partner uh, when I was 18. So I was with him mm. between the ages of 18 and 22. So I'm 38 now. So it was a while ago. But um, yeah, obviously, it still affects me. Um, and it has affected me through life. So I do mm. think it's really important to talk about. Um, so basically, it was mentally and physically abusive, I would say. Mm. He for a long time I never actually thought it was domestic violence because he would never directly hit me in the face or anything like that it would be things like locking me out of the house or throwing heavy objects at me um sort of pinning me against the wall and, and threatening me things like that so because he never directly like hit me for the longest time I thought oh it's not domestic violence he's just an aggressive person which looking back now sounds ridiculous but at the time that was my mental state really. It's it's very hard especially when you're younger as well but we don't actually until we've actually finished the relationship and come out the the better side we don't realize like where those red flags were in the first place mm -hmm. um so how did you did you have to escape or did you end on a macro I can't say it on amical terms or what sort of happened with that so the relationship ended actually because I fell pregnant um mm. and that was what gave me the strength to actually leave the relationship because until then I was at such a low ebb um, with my self-esteem and everything I couldn't find it within myself to leave but yeah. then as soon as I found out I was pregnant I was like a different woman. I came like warrior mother. I was like, no <laughs> one's going to treat my baby like this. Um, and then I found this inner strength to leave that relationship. That's so, I mean, it's not good that that's what happened to, to catalyze it, but it's when you think of someone else and you look and you go, actually, no, I wouldn't let my unborn daughter or son take this. So 
I'm not going to take it. Um, so I am I right in saying that you did give birth to the child? Just to... yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> she's 15 now. <laughs> oh. uh, so she's always competing in pageants as well, isn't she? No, that's my younger oh. daughter. Um, yeah, I've got two daughters. Um, my eldest one's all about her school and her dance. Ooh. And then my younger one is uh, going to be in Little Miss Teen, Great Britain. Amazing. <laughs> the pageant family continues a legacy. So <laughs> with that, sometimes when it comes to um, domestic abuse, was, you know, um, they can use the child as leverage. Do you still have contact with the father or is that just you've cut everything out? No, so actually he was never involved at all. Um, as soon as I left that relationship, we cut all ties. Um, so he's never been involved throughout the pregnancy, throughout her life. Mm. I've always been honest and upfront with her about the yeah. situation, obviously using child-appropriate terms when she was younger, um, because I've always wanted to be honest about it. But... Um, yeah, he's, he's never been involved at all. And then what happened was I met my amazing husband, Paul, when mm. my daughter was two and we applied for him to legally adopt her, which he has done. Um, oh. He had to go to court because my ex, we did have to get in touch with him and seek his consent and he wouldn't give it. Um, so we did have to go to court, but they did rule in our favour happily. That's so good. And also there's just a prime example of still having, wanting to have that sort of control by saying, no, even though he's had no aspect, no financial, no emotional, nothing like that. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm going to make it more difficult for you, which yeah, is definitely about power. I think, yeah, just such a shame. But of course, some really good things come out of. Obviously, you've got a new healthy relationship. You have two beautiful daughters, um, and now into pageantry. So, when it came to that time so of course being a single mum can be very um emotionally draining as well especially having to come out of the aftermath of that relationship yeah. um, what did you do to kind of help your mental health with that well I moved back up north so I had the support of my family which I didn't have before because when I was in this relationship I was actually living down south and I didn't have any family support but then when I fell pregnant and left the relationship I came back up north um, so then I immediately had my family there to help and I reconnected with some old friends from school as well um, mm. and that really helped me find myself again a little bit and those two friends I'm thinking of in particular we're still so so close now um so just leaning on the people that you can trust um is a huge help and that's definitely what helped me friendship is so important and especially from going from an isolated area to an area full of your friends and family that's such a good mind refresher as well um and support so great friendships everything like that and then you decided years later to enter a pageant how did that come about <laughs> so this is really bizarre so basically um alexa my youngest who's doing mm. little Miss teen gb she um applied for there was even a, a giveaway on instagram yeah to win a free place to uk's national miss so she actually won that instagram giveaway and then we realized oh well she's 10 she's too young to do this pageant so she said oh mum, do you want to do it and i was like <laughs> oh no don't be daft but then actually i thought about it and i did a little bit of research and i thought do you know what i'm just gonna go for it and it has been the best decision that i've made 
yes the first dip into the pageant waters um because especially a lot of people use pageants as a way to build up their confidence and especially having your past experience before pageantry how did you build up that self-esteem again what sort of things did you do it's been a long road definitely Mm. Um, because for years and years it affected me in ways that I didn't actually realise at the time. Yeah. Um, so I'd feel quite inferior to other people in certain situations because that's how my ex had made me feel. Yeah. Um, and I just didn't actually realise it at the time, but I would just try to make myself very small, um, not draw any attention from anybody. And that was all now looking back to do with um, low self-esteem, and just feeling quite undeserving of love, really. Yeah. So I've definitely had to do the work. Um, I've had counselling, which is amazing. And I've had it on and off over the years, because obviously mental health can go up and then back down again. So it's something that I'm always aware of. Um, and I think since doing pageantry, it's really helped me carve that time out of my day for myself. Um, Like I say, I've always had to do that work, but now with pageants, I've got that time for self-care and that time to focus on me. Um, Because when I'm planning for the pageant, I'm thinking, am I eating well? Am I exercising regularly? Am I looking after myself? Because I know I'm going to want to look and feel my best. Um, And it's also very much a self-development journey, I think. And looking at other pageant women and girls and what they're doing on their journeys has just inspired me so much to continue doing that self-development work. The pageant world is so inspirational with so many different stories, but also it's nice to, it's a nice support network, even though of course we are all in competition with each other and there's only one crown, as they say, even there's lots of different pageants, so not just one crown, Um, (laughs) but in that journey. And of course you had your, headshots with Charlotte now I know going from Charlotte she's so lovely so encouragement but it's also very empowering once you see those images how did that experience make you feel that was amazing actually I'm so glad you've mentioned this because (laughs) um it was just crazy I've never seen myself look like that before and when I looked in the mirror for a moment I was like is that me (laughs) (laughs) so I absolutely loved that and then when I got the shots back and everything yeah I was just absolutely over the moon it was such a confidence boost it's also a nicer reflection of all of those times that your ex made you feel so low and then actually looking at this and going wow this is me this is who I am and like just owning that and that's what I love about pageantry as well it's not only creating time for you you know being a mum and working and all that sort of stuff um but also it allows you to share a platform now your platform is something that's very special um so can you talk to us a bit more about that yeah sure so my platform is rise with resilience and it's just a project that i've been working on and it's all around helping women overcome adversity in their lives by building resilience um so obviously this came naturally to me with my experiences um and what i've found over the years is that nothing can replace having that strong, positive mindset. Everything starts in the mind. And if you can work on yourself and strengthen your mind um, and get that resilience, then basically no one's ever gonna be able to mess with you. And I really want to help other women um, 
build that in themselves because we all need to help each other we all need to support each other and I just want to put out the inspiration and the information and support to other women who need that in their lives it's yeah so important what you just said about working within yourself in your mind first because that is where a lot of the problems will happen as well because you second guess you know the past experiences will shape your future ones um but I'm very excited for seeing where this platform goes. Do you have anything special coming up with it or is it just getting the message out there? So at the moment, I'm just in the process of building up a Facebook group. Um, so it's just called Rise With Resilience. It's a private Facebook group for women. Um, and I'm just at the moment creating that, building it up, um, putting articles on there about resilience. Um, we're doing things like talking about what we're grateful for and just trying to um, get us all into a really good positive mindset and build up relationships with each other so we can always be there to support each other and looking into the future I really see that group growing um, mm. so we can support as many women across the UK as possible. Growth so important not just for personal development but for support groups as well because I think that for some of us just having that um person to talk to or it's not even having someone to talk to it's maybe seeing other people's posts and even though you're not directly involved in that just seeing what they're going through and the supporters offered there kind of does bring a little bit of glimpse a little bit of hope to you which is why I started this podcast as well to share our stories and share experiences so we know that we're not alone um Mm -hmm. now Of course, now you're in a happy place and we know that mental health is a journey, so there are ups and downs. But if you, looking back now, um, looking back to the past and seeing how everything unfolded, what were some of the warning signs? So for those who are watching who may be in a relationship that's not, that's okay, but there are a bit of problems. Like what sort of things should people be looking out for? I think... Anything that happens where you think to yourself, "Hmm, this isn't quite right, don't ignore that because it's so easy to brush things off when you're in a relationship with someone because you want to make it work. Nobody wants their relationship to fail. And it's so easy to think, oh, you know what, it's just a one-off, but actually it could be a red flag. So don't ignore things, you know, and mention them to a friend as well. Don't keep it in because if it happens again, then you're going to need that friend to come back to you and say, well, do you remember actually when this happened last time? And then you'll start to build up a picture of what this person's really like. So don't leave it until you're in a situation where you might have a child together or you've bought a house together and it's then going to be harder to get out of really take notice of what's going on right from the start so yes so important about the building a life together first because it does get a lot harder and this is why we have things like the women's refuge um and women's aid because you might have to leave with nothing you might have to try and escape and it just gets a little bit harder um yeah but yes try and see the red flags first address it if you feel brave enough first of all if there's something that's happening that's not quite right because sometimes it just needs that little bit of communication because sometimes some men aren't really aware of what they're doing um but if it continues and they're not addressing their problems like I remember I wrote a letter to my ex when we were together mm-hmm. addressing all the problems that we had 
And I was like, this needs to change before we can have children, before we can get married, um, all the stuff we had planned to do. And he didn't address those. So I was like, well, I was a lot stronger then at that point. It's like, right, well, we're over there. <laughs> we're done. Like, if you're not prepared to to make the sacrifice after four years, then I'm gone. Um, it took yeah. a lot of time, but I did it. And then went straight to another one. Yay. <laughs> Always fun. Um but it's yeah, it's finding that strength and having someone to make you accountable. Friends are very important, and Absolutely. some friends won't be all sugar coating. They're like, "Get out now, dump him, dump him." <laughs> yeah, you do need the real friend, I think. You know, who's just going to tell it like it is. And sometimes you won't listen to them. You'll be like, "No, you don't know my relationship. He's going to change." You know, but actually, later on down the line, you'll think to yourself, "Yeah." They were right, and I needed that. And the true friends won't judge you for doing that. They will be there with the ice cream and the wine and the tunes and whatever you need to do to heal and have that moment of, you know, a little bit of tears and then strength. Um, because, you know, it has to come from you. Even though your friends will try and hold you accountable, it has to be your own decision. Otherwise, yeah, you're always going to go, oh, what if? Oh, he says he's changed. No, girl do it for you um well thank you so much for sharing your story um on the podcast today oh thank you for having me oh it's been so lovely to chat um and for anyone who is listening uh search that facebook group up join it and be inspired um yeah that's all (laughs) that's all i can say with that (laughs) 